Namaskar. I pay my salutations to the divinity within you with my mind and all the love and cordiality of my heart. This is Dada Veda Pragyananda, and we have another episode of DharmaCast, our spiritual podcast series. And today I'm going to take up a subject which I, I haven't done here. I've done it on YouTube, but, but not on the podcast, but it's called The Seven Secrets of Success. And um, I'll read a little bit from the uh, works of my guru, Sri Sri Anandamurti, and then I'll launch into the, my explanation of what, what it's all about. So here's how Anandamurti begins the subject. He says, each and every person, whatever his status of life, whatever his psychic or spiritual status, each and every human being wants success in life. Whenever you are doing something, success is not in your hands. Success comes as a reaction. When the original action is good, the reaction is also good. And that reaction is the success. For a spiritual man, a spiritual aspirant, for a good soul who renders service to the society, the service itself is the prize. He wants no other prize, no other success. Suppose a man is dying. You are nursing and helping him. And finally he is cured. This cure is the prize. You require no better prize. Now everyone wants success. Human activities, human existence is trifarious. Man is present in physical stratum. His body is something physical. For the material or physical body, he requires physical things, water, air, and light. His existence is also psychic. And for this, he requires psychic stimulation. His existence is also spiritual. And for this, he wants union with the Supreme, which is the goal of life. Now, in Sanskrit, there are three different words for success in the three different strata. As human existence is trifarious, so human expression and human activity is also trifarious. Human success in physical strata is called pratista in Sanskrit. Human success in psychic strata is sarajinyata in Sanskrit. And human success in the spiritual strata is called siddhi in Sanskrit. Now, I told you that a person wants success in all three spheres of life. Once Parvati asked Shiva, O Lord, what is the secret of success? Here, success means siddhi, that is spiritual success. An ordinary person wants success in physical stratum. That success is known as pratista. An ordinary person is always obsessed with this. And a bit developed, a wise person, an intellectual, wants success in the psychic strata. And a devotee, always after success in the sp spiritual strata, that is, he wants siddhi. Parvati's question was, what are the secrets of siddhi? success in the sense of city, spiritual success. So what are those seven secrets? So in the discourse which followed that, that was given in Taipei, I believe, uh, Anandamurti started to give those seven secrets. And so now I'm going to go into them. So the first one, which Shiva talked about, he said, you must have firm determination that you especially spiritual success, it's not. It's the most difficult of all the stratum. I could mention that, you know, like 
um, we think sometimes that while wow, psychic stratum that must be really be difficult There's, you know to get your PhD that's a psychic success but look around in the world and ask yourself how many PhDs are there so there's a good number of them right but then you can look around and then go how many realized beings spiritual saints are there and then the number will will dwindle so that's uh, the the difficulty of the spiritual stratum is difficult and why it begins with firm determination because because it is difficult if you're not determined from the very start of the of the approach then you're, you're going to meet with um, failure so there are many people who um, they they begin a project and they start it and then they after some time when the going gets tough they stop and, and they don't make it and then there are some people who continue and they go into the middle phase but they don't finish properly so in order to have the stamina to go through all the phases of the spiritual path and and it's also true with on the other strata also on the on the psychic and on, even on the physical strata if you want to get to the goal line you have to start with a determination no i must be successful and the greatest story of this is um comes from the life of buddha when he he sat down and he was going to meditate and then he got distracted and then finally he said no i will sit here until my bones turn into dust and then i will i will continue and that when he had that determination then he was successful and he reached his enlightenment so we, we have to start the spiritual path with, with firm determination. So this is the first secret that Shiva told to his wife, Parvati. And then the second secret, he said, he called it in Sanskrit, Shraddha Yuktam. So Shraddha is a word that doesn't really have an English equivalent. Sometimes it's loosely translated as, as reverence or respect. So... What Anandamurti said is like, when you have a spiritual ideology, a spiritual path, you have to accept it with your whole heart as the truth and then move. So you accept that spiritual truth, you accept that spiritual path as your way and then you wholeheartedly accept it and you move in that direction towards your goal. That's Shraddha. So it's, it's, yes, it's re reverence, respect for your, your way, but it's more, it's, it's deeper. So you have to have wholehearted acceptance and movement towards your goal. That's Shraddha Yuktam. And then the, sec the third secret, the next one, is called Guru Pujanam. So you have to, one of the secrets of success is to find a teacher who can guide you. In all spheres of life, we, we, we usually seek out teachers. If you want to learn mathematics, you want to learn chemistry, you want to learn how to play the piano, sure, you can learn some of those things by uh, yourself, and there are self-taught people, and there are prodigies and things like that. But for the most part, most of us, when we want to learn chemistry, we better find a book that can teach us or a teacher that can teach us. And, and we want to learn how to play the piano, it's, it's really helpful to have someone who can show us what to do. And is the spiritual sphere more difficult than, than those spheres? And you definitely need a teacher. 
So that's, that's what the guru is. And guru pujna means to have the utmost respect and acceptance and appreciation for that teacher. And because if you don't, if you do it half-heartedly, you won't make it. You know, well, maybe he's my teacher, maybe she's my teacher, maybe, 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 maybe not. If you go like that, maybe, maybe, you're not going to make it, not in the spiritual sphere. So Guru Pujana means the acceptance and the respect and the um, reverence and following the teachings of someone who can guide you on that path. So that's called Guru Pujana. So that's the third secret. And then the fourth secret, Shiva called it balanced mind. So what do we mean by a balanced mind? There are different extremes of mind that people, we all find ourselves in different moods. So in one mood, we feel, oh, we're the greatest. It's like kind of, we're really, um, we have great, idea of what we can do and a great opinion of ourselves even and 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 when that grows and grows it becomes it becomes sometimes uh, unbearable for others you know it's like a we, giant ego our ego expands like a balloon so that's one extreme then the other extreme which also is not desirable is when we have a negative opinion of ourselves. We think, oh, I am no one, I'm nobody, I can't do anything, I'm no good, I'm not, I'm terrible. So that's, that's, a, that's the, uh, the opposite. It's inferiority. One is the superiority complex, one is the inferiority complex. And both are, are damaging for the spiritual aspirant. So the spiritual aspirant needs something in between. And that, in something in between means that a very good opinion of ourselves but not, um, not sky-kissing or a, a balloon-popping uh, opinion that's going to burst. We have to have just the right level of, 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 uh, of confidence. So how to get that? That's also one of the ideas of, of the spiritual path. How to get that? How to keep from going too far into the superiority or from, to drift to the depression of the inferiority? So one of the, the secrets here of, that my teacher um, advises, he says that think of yourself as the son or the daughter of the supreme entity. So that's the idea. So when you think that, yeah, I am the son, I am the daughter of that supreme being, then how could you f be depressed? How could you go down? Because you have a divine parentage. But... You also can't um, go off onto the superiority complex because you know that what you have, all your tools, all your skills, is, is from that supreme entity. It could be withdrawn. You know that you have, today you are very beautiful and, and your mind is working very nicely. It could be taken away in an instant. Life is so unpredictable. You can meet an accident, um, you can, a disease can fall you, or you can lose your capacity to think, your capacity to speak, your, your physical beauty can, can go. It's very transient. So when we have that understanding that whatever we have comes from that supreme entity, then we come into balance. And then we have neither inferiority complex or superiority complex. 
but we are confident and know that that we come from a very divine source, a very good source. And this is one of the secrets of life, actually. It's a, to get this balanced mind. It's really a wonderful thing. And then, moving on, I can talk about that for a long time, but we have to move on a little bit. So moving on, the fifth secret of success is also a very interesting one, and it's one not just that Shiva taught, but others have taught also. He called it Indriya Nigraha. Indriya is a Sanskrit word for the organs. So we have all different kinds of sensory organs, motor organs. That, you know, we can absorb the things of the world. We can react to the world. We can interact with the world. So these are the, um, the organs. And these organs need to be under our control. Uh, it means that just because, oh, it, it looks good, I'm going to get it. It tastes good, I'm going I'm to eat it. I'm gonna, it smells good, I'm going to go. I'm going to go, I'm going to do all these things based on what the organs. What happens in many humans, that our organs are in control and our intellect is not in control. So maybe the doctor told you to don't eat so much sugar, but then when you see that cake and the cookies and the ice cream, you can't help yourself. Inside there's a little voice saying, wait, no, it's, it's going to really um, wreck me. But the, the organs are in, the eyes are moving and the tongue is salivating and everything is going and you can't control it. So Sheila said that you have to have indriya nigraha, you have to have some restraint and control over these organs. Buddha also taught his monks the same, that we, you have to control uh, yourself. You just can't jump into everything, but you have to use your discriminating intellect to, to see what is right, what is wrong, what should be done, what shouldn't be done, and then control um, yourself. So if you can get this control over those organs, then that's also one of the, the pillars of spiritual success. And then the sixth factor um, is called pramit ahar in Sanskrit. That means balanced food or proper food. So it, it doesn't mean to starve yourself, but it doesn't mean to, to gorge yourself until you, you get sick. But in between, the spiritual aspirant has to find the proper balance, not too much, not too little, just nutritious food, just what you need, but not something that will hold you down because when, you when you're bloated, your body is bloated, you can't, you can't really meditate. Meditation and spiritual practices actually depend on a physical base. So the physical base is very important. That's why you see you know, many yogis uh, and saints and spiritual aspirants, they, they are attendant to different things like yoga postures, fasting, proper diet. So pra that's why Shiva said pramit ahar. And then finally, um, that was number six. So and then when, when Shiva got down to the seventh factor, he said, there is no seventh factor. So there is no, you just, you just, there's nothing more to add. I think maybe he said that so that he didn't want anyone adding any, anything else to this thing. So these first six factors, which I'll go over again. Firm determination, um, acceptance and movement towards your spiritual goal, following uh, and, and, and revering and accepting and 
and moving with your guru, your teacher, maintaining a balanced mind, not superiority, not inferiority, and restraining the organs, so, and, and letting your 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 conscience and your discriminating intellect guide you towards what's right, and finally to keep your food balanced. These are the first six factors, and this will guide you um, to spiritual success, and you won't need a seventh factor. And not only will these, if you follow these things, you'll get success on the spiritual level, but all these are also great qualities on, on all the other strata. Well, if you have determination, you can overcome all all obstacles. And if you if you're sure about your your overall stance in life, then you'll be able to overcome any difficulty and move towards it. And if you if you take the help of of teachers and, and instructors, then you, you won't make foolish mistakes. All of these things are important, and if you keep your a level head, then that's that's will get you out of all difficulties. So remember these things and try to follow them. And certainly, the people who follow these things, we, you will be successful. I will be successful. We all will be successful, and that's why Shiva said these things seven thousand years ago, and he he said them to it. His wife asked the question, so there was a series of questions and answers, questions and answers. These became the, the tantric scriptures or shastras. And the reason why this dialogue took place 7,000 years ago was Shiva wanted them recorded for posterity. So we should be successful and, and all of the people coming after us in the next 7,000 or 10,000, they should also be successful. So these are the seven factors of success. So think about them, try to follow them, and we'll come back again with another episode of DharmaCast, and I hope that you will join us. So, And I say to you, Namaskar, I salute the divinity within you with my mind and all the love and cordiality of my heart. Thank you for listening. Oh, yeah.